This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a great day today. You know, I'm sort of in a particular good mood. I'm usually in a good mood, which I am sure my wife appreciates. Now, look, (laughs) I'm not always that way, but we're getting ready to head out on some vacation. We're going to unplug for eight days. No email, no phone. My team is going to back me up. And I just get to rest and rejuvenate, spend time with Anne, spend time with family, have some fun, grill some, just take it easy. It's going to be low-key, and I'm a little bit excited about it. But I'm also excited about sharing with you today because for a couple of weeks, I've been talking about loving your neighbor Two episodes ago, if you haven't heard it, I talked about leaders and the unique opportunity that leaders can have all different kinds of leaders to love their neighbors uniquely. And I shared a story about a gentleman by the name of R.G. Letourneau and also in Numbers where the tribes were building and caring for the tabernacle. And then last week, I talked about loving your neighbor through your community and the unique opportunities of combining not only your financial giving, but also the giving of your time and volunteering and how it is just an incredible movement that you can have into your community. And it begins with you. Well, today, I want to talk a little bit about Loving your neighbor through your family. My wife went on a journey recently. It was a true journey. Um, She traveled a long ways. There were a lot of moving parts. There was hiking involved and staying in different places. And it was a real journey. It was an adventure. It was incredible. She had a great time. Went, came back, great stories, pictures. You get the idea. It was very, very special. One of these once-in-a-lifetime kind of trips. Well, one of the journeys that we get to go on as a family, if we are proactive and if we are intentional, is this idea of the giving journey. When I began thinking about this a number of years ago and considering how to communicate this idea, I wrote this. The giving journey is a faithful and practical stewardship experience that joyfully unfolds over a lifetime. I'm going to say that one more time. The giving journey is a faithful and practical stewardship experience that joyfully unfolds over a lifetime. Even as I read that, it makes me smile. It creates a picture in the future, a spot on the horizon Right, that place where we are going, and we can look at that place on the horizon, but it all comes back to what are we going to do today? And look, not all journeys are simple and calm and just a straight line. My brother is a master sailor, and he talks about some of the journeys that he takes. And 
he shares that when you're sailing, you pick your point on the horizon and you aim for that point. However, many times you're tacking back and forth across this line and sometimes maybe even going backwards a little bit so you can begin to make progress. But as long as you're making progress toward that point on the horizon, you're getting closer to where you're wanting to go. Well, that's similar to sailing on our giving journey. So let me unpack this statement for you, and then I want to share a fun story that brings this all together, specifically around your family. Well, the giving journey starts with the word giving. I believe that life is always richer when it's more about others and less about me, less about you. So when I'm thinking about my time, I'm thinking about my financial resources, my influence, my relationships, my giving, when it's about others, when my life is more about others than it is about me, I'm in the right mind and heart posture. I feel I'm closer aligned to God when I take that position. The word journey, it represents that a journey has a beginning, it has a middle and an end. You need a vision of where you're going. You need a mission of how you're going to get there. It always helps to have some values. Who are the type of people you want to be on the journey? And of course, it has the beginning today, this moment, the present. And even though it's a journey, the steps we take happen right now in this moment. It's faithful. In Matthew 6, 21, it shares that where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. When your heart, your mind are aimed at him and your treasure is him and the expansion of his kingdom, that's where your heart will be also. And as you are obedient to that, you will experience that faithfulness in the journey. It's practical. It comes down to these choices that you make every single day. You make dozens and hundreds and thousands of these over days and weeks and months, and they compound over time. So paying attention to the choices you make and how those choices, are they taking you closer to God and his plans and his journey or closer to the world and its journey? Be very careful as you're making these practical choices on your journey. And then it's about stewardship. You've heard me say this if you listen to the podcast. My definition of stewardship may vary from others, but I believe stewardship is every choice you make after you say yes to Jesus. It's everything. It's his gifts, his plan, but it's our choice to do what he would do with what he's given us. That's what I think of stewardship on the journey. And then it's an experience. I love the experience of a journey, right? A time of learning, of making memories. I share often that I truly believe that an adventure awaits on the other side of generosity, on the other side of giving, on the other side of volunteering. This learning, making memories, building relationships, and joining with others in building the kingdom. 
and then the journey is joyful because there's blessings that you receive, right? I mean, there's a joy. There's a difference between joy and happiness. Happiness being external, joy being internal is the way that I think about it. This journey that we're on, this giving journey, you get a very special aroma of God on the journey. I mean, does giving bring joy or does joy bring giving? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure I'm qualified to answer that, but I think the answer is yes on both. We may unpack that on another podcast. And then the journey unfolds. See, one step leads to the next step. One volunteer leads to the next volunteer. One gift opens the door for another gift. This unfolds. Guys, there will be unexpected blessings. There will be unexpected burdens on any journey. But that is part of the unfolding. And then finally, it's over a lifetime. We want to have a clear vision of the future, but we also need to be aware of today. And God's mercies are fresh every single day of the journey over an entire lifetime. Because this journey, this giving journey, it can take you to places that you may never have dreamed of going. I mean, sometimes I look around now and go, how in the world did I get here? How did I get to where I am? Do you ever think that? Are you ever in a place volunteering or a ministry or on a mission trip or with friends or in an environment? And you think, how did I get here? Well, that's the beauty of the journey. God is a lamp to our feet, not a spotlight three miles down the road. We want to take it a step at a time. And you will learn as you go, and then you will go as you learn. All right, well, I told you I had a story for you, and it has some specific takeaways for thinking about the giving journey in the setting of your family and loving others well. I was talking with a grandfather, and we were having some conversations about some long-term impact. He was very generous, um, had some significant assets, especially in business and real estate. And we were talking about some different strategies. It was sophisticated, and he was interested, but you could tell that he had a lot going on and was busy. And I sort of got the feeling that I had talked enough and the conversation needed to come to a close. And as I was wrapping up and we were both making parting comments, he made a comment about going to visit his grandson. And I just made sort of an offhand comment, something to the tune of, you're very generous, granddad. What steps are you taking to help pass along that generosity to your grandson? Well, he sort of just stopped in his tracks. And I could tell from his expression that he really hadn't taken any intentional steps, even though I'm sure his grandson was obvious, or at least I would think that he would have been. But what struck me is he just sort of lit up a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? He loved this 
idea. He loved this intentionality. He was excited. He began to think about what does it mean to raise his grandchildren with perspective and appreciation of what they had been given. Well, he asked me what I meant by that, and I shared a couple of simple ideas that I'll share with you now. I first told him, just keep it simple. You know, first, there's only two things that make money, a person at work or money at work. And then I shared with him the idea that I'm sure that you've heard or you've used, and that is creating four different cups or jars and label them spend, save, invest, and give. And I told him how to take something as simple as a plastic cup that you can buy at the store that he could make a project with his grandson. They could decorate each. They could outline their hands and the different shapes of their hands. And then every time that the grandson earned a dollar or maybe got a dollar from a gift at a birthday or Christmas to teach them how you put some in each of the jars. And that over time, as he got older, that if he wanted to encourage giving, he could match some of the dollars in the giving. And he loved the idea of saying, you know, for every 25 cents that you give, I'm going to also put 25 cents in. Just let me know. And they would give it away together. And he just loved the idea. And we went on with other conversations about saving and investing as well. But I've got to tell you something. It's pretty humbling when you just spend an hour with the family and some of their team talking about some of these sophisticated strategies. And it turns out the most exciting idea of the day was moving dimes and quarters between plastic cups. Wow. It truly is not about the money. Guys, so often God is up to something else in our conversations but also when we think about giving and our families and how we can come together, work on common giving goals on the giving journey. Guys, we see so much power and impact there. I'd like to close today with a quote from Oswald Chambers. You know, I'm a fan of Oswald Chambers. I really enjoy his devotional, My Utmost for His Highest. And on July 28th, something specifically struck me that I really think closes us out well today. And this is talking about purpose, but I also believe it applies to our giving journey. And here's what it says. What is my vision of God's purpose for me? Whatever it may be, his purpose is for me to depend on him and on his power now. If I can stay calm, faithful, and unconfused while in the middle of the turmoil of life, the goal of the purpose of God is being accomplished in me. God is not working toward a particular finish. His purpose is the process itself. I love that idea, that the journey itself is where God meets us today in this moment, taking this step, and that the future, the results belong to him and him alone. So as you're thinking about considering the giving journey and your family, I pray that this has been inspirational to you, has provoked some thought, and I would just ask for you to consider what steps could you take 
to encourage giving in your family, either through your financial resources, volunteering together, and what it might look like to pursue your family giving journey. Thanks for being with me today. As always, if you think this is of interest to someone, will you share it? I would appreciate that so much. Thanks again, and I'll look forward to being with you next time. You've been listening to Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar, where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.